Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is time for X's and O's with Minnesota Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell on the Minnesota Vikings radio network. Now from the TCO studios in Egan, here is the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen. X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network and Vikings.com is in the air. I'm Paul Allen. Minnesota takes on Carolina in Charlotte this weekend at noon, 10 o'clock for the KFAN pregame and 11 o'clock for network affiliates. And here comes Kevin O'Connell, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, who's heading into his 22nd game as a head coach for the Minnesota Vikings. And I mean, what a world through the first 21. What yeah. a world. It's, it's like last year. It um, uh, all we discussed in this spot was pushing all the right buttons, yep. all the good fortune, the bounces, and everything, and and then now, strangely, it's like you push a button and the football version of Freddy Krueger comes out with like those football blades and everything on his fingers. I mean, what a weird season so far. Yeah, it's um, you know it's been as I told our team uh, Monday, it's been. Uh, and, and we're in the midst of, uh, you know, as difficult of a football stretch uh, as you can have and, and how you continue to respond, how you continue to work uh, in moments where, uh, you know, the, the frustration is, is not just felt outside of this building. It's felt in this building as well. Uh, but what do we do with it? What do we do about it? Um, are we going to uh, allow it to, you know, start to systematically dismantle some things that we've built here, no. We're going to, this group and, and our co- collective group of players and coaches, um, we are going to push forward, uh, lean in even more. Uh, we had a good week of preparation last week to prepare uh, for the Chargers, and, and we, gotta, we have to continue to have uh, our best week of practice uh, each and every time we get the opportunity to prepare for an opponent. Um, regardless of what the results have been, PA, uh, which are not acceptable, and, and this team you know, plans and has envisioned um, going places this year. We still feel like we've got the team to do that. Uh, it's just a matter of can we go out and put four quarters together, uh, make the plays that we need to make, have our best players be at their best, uh, you know, when we need them the most, and, and, and come away with our first win. And when we're able to do that, um, I do believe that the, the core makeup of this team is one um, that the results, um, when we start having them come our way, uh, will be something that will confirm mm-hmm. uh, a lot of things about this team, and then we can become a really difficult uh, opponent for everybody on our schedule. Uh, all six division games still to play. Um, a lot there, a lot for us to go chase down yet in this 2023 season. Okay, so with you, uh, courtesy of the Minnesota Lottery, uh, X's and O's with Kevin O'Connell, I mean, you, you probably don't want to hear this right now, but you know, you're generally speaking, at least from what I know, a happy positive, appreciative person, appreciative of not only uh, your care for the team, but the fans. Yep. So therefore, through three, is, is, is it tough for you to shake? 
you know, as a leader, you know you got to shake it. Yep. doesn't mean it's easy. Yeah, that's part of leadership. Uh, and, and truly, um, if you're not able uh, to shake it and at least project uh, from a standing out front um, location of your team, um, if you don't project those things in these moments, um, then it's not real leadership in the first place. Mm. And I know, uh, you know, I, 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 our fans are the greatest fans in this league. I truly, truly believe that. And I also believe that they love their team and that they're confident in what we're doing. So um, when we start out the way we have with three results in, in some close losses that uh, no matter what caused them, no matter what uh, ultimately has been the story of our, uh, of our season so far, the story is we're 0-3. And we feel uh, that uh, all the things that we were excited about going into that opener, home opener against Tampa, or hitting the field last Sunday at U.S. Bank Stadium, all those things are still um, within the fabric of our team. Uh, we still have the ability to be, um, you know, uh, an explosive, move the football in anybody offense, but we've got to score when we're in the red zone. We still have the ability uh, to, to hopefully cause some chaos for offenses with our defensive style, uh, but we've got to make some plays uh, in some moments where we have a chance to intercept the football or a chance to get the quarterback on the ground. In the special teams phase, we still feel, PA, uh, like we can put groups of uh, Vikings out there that can have an advantage versus our opponent, but we got to go win every single snap in that one snap phase of special teams, and all of those things collectively, if done consistently, um, I'm of the belief that we're going to win football games with this team, um, and there's just no other way to look at it now. Uh, from a standpoint of where we are right now, there's no question. Uh, they, these are difficult, difficult times and circumstances, uh, but I believe in everything that we've built. I believe that uh, if you believe in it and you really live it every single day, these are the moments where you lean on it the most. Mm. Um, and when we do come through this, uh, this stretch, this very, very difficult stretch of results that have not gone our way. Um, I do believe our team will be better for it, and it will only confirm um, from a culture standpoint, accountability standpoint, and ultimately what we've tried to build within the walls of this building uh, that we can overcome a whole heck of a lot and, like I said, uh, be a real problem to deal with here the rest of the way. Last one on this overarching topic. Uh, leader, uh, the emphasis on the word leader, that's the common thread right here. And uh, how, it's important, but like, how do you handle staying positive? Granted, you know, it's only three games, and we're not we're, we're not talking about 17 here yet. Yep. But nevertheless, you have to stay positive while being authentic, because there so others don't wallow in misery or wallow in frustration. And yep. it's the players for sure, but coaches too, right? Absolutely, and I think. You know, even more so, you know, the positive side of my makeup and who I am and the leadership style I have, uh, you know, that's great and, and, and very useful for me in, in this role with how uh, we've chosen to try to build our culture here. But I think the second thing you said is the most important thing, and that's the authenticity of the leadership, which uh, when things are not right, we need to fix them. When things are uh, not to the standard that we need to win football games, um, that's when you got to coach these guys hard. And they know that I care about them. They know that our coaches care about them. Our coaches know I care about them. But in the end, my ultimate responsibility is to push us forward towards winning football games. And, and that's what I'm spending every waking moment, uh, you know, doing right now. And I think uh, authenticity in, in how you do that, regardless of the results, uh, it might change your style uh, based upon 
um, the emphasis you put on things and the value received, uh, which the value needs to be winning football games. So that's my mentality every single day, still treating uh, everybody in this building and everyone with the standard that I believe is the, is the right way for me to lead, uh, but that by no means uh, ever it takes away my ability to coach this team hard yeah. and uh, speak in truth about what we are, where we are, and more importantly, where we need to go. But, but, but also staying true to the edicts and mandates in which you've believed all of your career watching yep. some of the greatest in the history of the game. And, you know, there's a desperation factor or a panic factor that can settle into some people. But, I mean, as, as harsh as it sounds, if you close with that pass to KJ in the Chargers game, you win. Now, K.J. was missed at FedEx Field last year in, like, the third play of the game badly, and you won the game. You know, so is that a fair way to look at it? Like, the plays, you know, mostly are working the way I would imagine, specifically in the passing game, you want them to work. But the results, just for whatever the reason, aren't the same. But that doesn't mean what you're putting out there is bad. You know what I mean? Well, it's it, regardless of, of the ending uh, result, um, if we make that play, if we – you know, find a way to, you know, protect a little better and get the ball to Alex on a third and five early on in the game. If we do, there's, there's a thousand ifs right now. And, yeah. um, those ifs tend to be uh, what teams that are struggling to win uh, have the real, uh, you know, comfort of, of trying to hide behind. And, and what I'm trying to do is make sure that we're ultra consistent in how we prepare, make some changes to how we do prepare, mm -hmm. do some things a little differently, uh, keep our players uh, in, in a mindset of knowing that every single day they come in this building, regardless of what the first three weeks have ended up being for us, that they're being pushed, uh, they're being challenged, and ultimately by the time we hit the field on Sunday, they feel uh, you know, deep down inside that we've got a great chance to win the football game. And that's my job. And Sunday is uh, the Carolina Panthers at noon. Their defense, what, um, from afar, it seems like they're tough, like yep. physical and tough. Like, what's it all about? Yeah, tough. Uh, I think they've got really good team speed. Um, I think they're young, athletic. They've got some good, really good players along their front. Burns on the edge. Um, I've, I've always been a fan of, of Jeremy Chin, you know, in the, in the secondary, and they've added some veterans there. They're a little banged up right now. Uh, see what that uh, you know final active list looks in, you know inactive list looks like on Sunday, uh, but it's going to be a heck of a challenge. Uh, I was very encouraged by how we ran the football against the Chargers. I was very encouraged about uh, running the football and also you know being explosive in the in the pass game. And 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 quite frankly, there were some more ops um, out there for us uh, on those early downs. And then uh, we've got to be better situationally. We've got to convert more third downs if we're going to be running the football more. There's probably going to be um, some more third downs in the game. And then the red zone has to be the scoring zone for our team. And we've got to uh, be able to put a bow on some of those drives with touchdowns, see what that can do for our overall team when we can get a lead and, and allow our defense to play like that. Um, I believe will be a positive, you know, for, for our entire attempt at playing complimentary football. So, Kevin, I'm reading between the lines here, and it sounds like, yeah, I'm going to watch the All-22 over and over and over of the team in Teal, but this is about us. It really this right is. now is about our guys. Yeah, and I, I think that's, that's the best way to attack it. We're going to prepare for the challenge that, that Carolina um, presents in all three phases, which, you know, they're, uh, you know, like I said, they're a good, young, fast football team in all three phases. I think they're well coached. Um, I think they're getting better and better um, each and every opportunity they get to go out on the field together. Um, but this is, in my opinion, this is about us. This is about our ability to collectively execute 
all 11 guys doing their job um, and understanding the urgency uh, with our preparation, um, continuing to ramp up and ramp up, uh, you know, to the point where we all, you know, get on those buses on Sunday and we, when we arrive uh, at the stadium, we have an inner confidence yeah. uh, that we've earned through the preparation and understanding of how we've systematically gone about the week and done all the little things that we can control ourselves. And then, like you said, it's about us and the things we can control. Um, we still have to win the turnover margin in a football game this year. We have yet to do that. Um, and that is something being emphasized um, every waking moment in this building right now and on the practice field. And then we've got to feel confident and, and play with a quieted mind to make the plays uh, when they present themselves um, and be able to overcome adversity uh, like we've done in the past. Uh, we're just getting our greatest uh, total sample size of the word adversity right now, and we've got to show that we're up for the task. Last one, and uh, thanks for the time. Uh, J.J. Jefferson is at about 152 a game. Yep. Your second year with him. What, um, uh, what, do you, what do you really respect about his game? Uh, you know, just the, the year one to year two growth in our offense, um, what we've been able to do, it was a huge focal point. Uh, throughout the offseason, throughout our plans as coaches leading into the season that uh, regardless of whatever the J.J. program, uh, how they want to cover him each individual Sunday, uh, we do feel like we've got tools now and ways of not really letting that limit his impact on the football game. And I think that's kind of shown itself, you know, these first three weeks. Um, and then the complimentary players with, with Justin and um, guys like uh, KJ and <laughs> Jordan Addison finding the end zone, TJ, Josh Oliver with a big play, um, all of which um, is built around number 18 and his yeah. impact on the game. He's aware. He's very, very intelligent as far as understanding um, the, 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 the biggest possible impact on a play uh, that he can have. Uh, it varies from making a catch and run on a basic and taking it 50 plus yards for a touchdown uh, to taking three people in coverage and letting KJ be wide open in the end zone um, to just how his alignment can maybe help uh, the run game and, and dictate coverage to where we can get some soft spots in the run game. Mm -hmm. He's a huge part of our offense and, and rightly so. He's a fantastic, special, special player. Well, regarding X's and O's, uh, you were at your best when your best was required. And uh, we look forward to seeing that next week. Yeah, thank you, PA. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin O'Connell, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. And I'm Paul Allen. Mike Saravo, the inside linebackers coach, joins us around the corner on Vikings.com, KFAN, and the Vikings Radio Network. Welcome back to X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings Radio Network. And uh, let's meet and chat with Mike Saravo, fourth year coaching in the National Football League and first leading inside linebackers for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, three years with the Carolina Panthers before landing here. What, uh, what were those years like for you? A uh, great transition from college uh, where, you know, you you have the players probably a little longer for their lives and a little bit longer throughout the year. Um, you're more involved with their families and then coming to the National Football League, just it's all about football and it's all about maximizing that player in his window of time with the team. Um, and I love it. It's, you know, round the clock football. It's the best minds in the world. You learn so much from the players because they play the game. So that transition just to adjust to, you know, being a way better listener and, and learning from them and also applying fundamentals, details that yeah. have been, you know, 
foundations of what we do. So I wonder if, if, if you still were in the college ranks now with the transfer portal and NIL, name, image, likeness, if you would say the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, because that's a great point. Like the free agency yeah. of college football is there, right? Yeah, I, I thought the, the Internet changed it, you know, in the early 2000s, and then social media changed it right after that. But yeah. I've never seen such a fast change like NIL and Transfer Portal. I don't know what it would be like, but also I would probably be having the same conversations. Right. I mean, you develop a player, and he could be off your roster to whatever school needs that player and whoever's yeah. got the, the most to offer. So it probably is very similar. You're yeah, right. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not trying to turn this into college football. No, no that's fine. Yeah. However, if you think about it, you probably, <clears throat> during the transfer portal NIL days, players who thought they were going to play more but they're not for whatever the reason, if you want to keep them, you in essence have to recruit them during the season to, like, stay. You know what I mean? For sure. Wow. For I mean, sure. that's distraction central right there. Uh, Ivan Pace, a junior, went from being undrafted to averaging 50 plays a game through the first three. What do you like about Ivan? Uh, what I love about Ivan is his his strength, his toughness. He plays with great leverage, um, and he has football IQ. The game makes sense to him out there. Whatever's happening out there, he he can diagnose it, and, and he can make it happen. But really, really interesting the way he beats blockers and sets up blockers and, mm. you know, gets, gets skinny through gaps and just has a little knack. So. Yeah. He's a, a fun chess piece out there, and he's, he's great to work with. And, and with your room, Mike, I mean, it's interesting with the two who play most, Ivan Pace Jr. and Jordan Hicks. you got a guy who was drafted out of Texas who, you know, granted he was injured, but part of a Super Bowl organization, and a veteran who's really smart. And Ivan, who you just said is really smart, but he's super new. Yeah. You know, so therefore the dynamics of those two, that, that what's it like coaching that? Ivan has, was really well coached. Yeah. In, in college and, and was around good football, you know, at, at Cincinnati. And I, I know his linebacker coach. He's an excellent coach, and they, they run a great program. So what we try to install makes sense to him. And then, you know, Jordan, I think he's starting to realize there's a, there's a growth process for a rookie to understand this is a business, and I need that veteran to teach me how to get where he is. You yeah. know, who, who wouldn't love to be – Year nine, right? You know? so um, he is starting to realize, like, if I'm going to have lasting power and not just be a two or three week story about an undrafted free agent, I have to adjust that, you know, from college to this and use those veterans, Nick's in the room, who's who's you know been around for a while. What does it take day to day to to have that success long term? So I, I think. He's starting to realize that, but there's just a, a long way to go. Coach Saravo, the, um, the, the meshing of the players in front of your inside guys, or with the, let's just say the defensive linemen, keeping the inside linebackers clean, I would imagine, is of uh, tantamount importance, correct? And, uh, and like, how it do is. you guys get to mesh that? Yeah, there, there's a couple different run schemes where they got to keep us clean. But we also have to help them out. So wow. it's it's a mutual thing. Um, you know, duo in this league is a big run. And if we don't go help them by, by drawing alignment off a double team, they've got 600, 
50 pounds and four hands just knocking them back, and mm-hmm. that's not good for them. You know, if it's a wide zone team, you know, we, we want them to try to keep the guys off of us and, and keep it moving. So there's a couple different schemes where we help each other out, and I think we're all learning you know, how to work together, and, and we're, we're still building this thing as we go. Now, uh, it's been my experience to, to just watching defenses to know that not everybody is good at blitzing, okay? And, and what I'm getting at here is, in your experience from Division One football through nearly a half decade in the NFL, what, what makes a player coy and crafty and truly good at blitzing? I think it's a, a great sense of timing. Uh, you have to have like a first two or three step great burst and again be able to undress run blockers and protections as they come at you so you have to have a little bit of vision and awareness where's the quarterback in relation to the blocker Mm -hmm. where's the ball carrier in relation to the blocker Uh, so that all has to happen fast and Mm -hmm. you have to be going full speed and you got to be ready to strike and use your hands so it's just kind of finding that skill set, and it, it shows up on tape. Yeah. In, in college or in the NFL, you can find it. If a guy has it, he's going to do it, and you can you know, manipulate it and, and use them in different places around the defense. But you know, that, that's the skill set is, is burst, pad level, and being able to, while you're going full speed straight ahead, diagnose, is this run pass, and how do I have to make this work so I can get to the ball? Well, uh, welcome to Minnesota. Thank you. And uh, best of luck against the Carolina Panthers. Look forward to uh, the opportunity to do this again. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Mike Saravo, inside linebackers coach for the Minnesota Vikings. We thank him. We thank the Minnesota Lottery. And, of course, Kevin O'Connell for X's and O's with the head coach, Kevin O'Connell. I'm Paul Allen. On behalf of uh, our conduits, Curly Harris, Eric Nordquist, and Carly Bonk. Thank you for listening to X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings Radio Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.